We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Love it. It's a dope hat. I, too, am rocking a particular piece of MHH merch. Actually says, as you can see, Broncos country isn't a geographic location. It's a state of being. We have a brand new T-shirt that we think y'all are going to love. Premium, on point, on brand. Y'all are going to love it. We'll put the link in the uh, in the chat. Check it out when you get some time. But in the spirit of the Denver Broncos' new head coach, Sean Payton, and the catchphrase he wants y'all to uh, take hold of, really. I mean, Gary Kubiak, Zach, he had iron sharpens iron, fixing to find out. Sean Payton, he's got chasing the chicken. And the penultimate one, guys, you know what it is. Buck em. Hashtag Buckham, brand new T-shirt and a brand new URL. All right, mhhmerch.com. Uh, hopefully, can you see that better, Zach? Yeah, it looks good. So, it's a it's a simple yet elegant design. Okay, it's the uh, Sean Payton visor and his new catchphrase. So, go crush the link. All right, we'll put it in the in the chat. We'll also put it after the stream. We'll put it in the description of the video. Get yourselves a Buckham t-shirt because I'm telling you right now, they're going to sell like hotcakes, all right? And we're going to be doing some uh, some drawings and some raffles, giving a few of these t-shirts out. Dope, dope stuff. Zach, you were stoked on this design. I went crazy. I think it's fi-fi, Chad. And by that, I mean fire. I, I just love the, the uniqueness of it. I love how simple it is. Better than Let's Ride on a shirt, but the Sean, the visor, that puts it over the top for me. I bought one. Chad bought one. I think you guys should, too. We're going to rock it on the show very soon. Kind of give a scratch and sniff, as Chad likes to say, but I am super pumped about this uh, new line of merch we're releasing. We'll call that the sponsor of tonight's show. Indeed, the MHH merch store, mhhmerch.com, sponsoring the veritable Mile High Huddle podcast. But, Zach, uh, before we dive into uh, the main topic of tonight's stream, I just want to say what's up to a few people like Riptie hanging in the chat early. William, what's up, bro? Uh, Flazify in the hizzy. Sam Bam throwing down a super chat early. Appreciate you, big dog. Saying good evening, Chad and Zach. We're on to 2023, and the Broncos are undefeated right now. Go Broncos. Hey, that's right. Square one, baby. And, uh, yeah, square one is 0-0, undefeated. Yeah, it's going to be a good year. If nothing else, Zach, I think it's going to be at least an entertaining 2023 and more not so much like last year where it's like you when you're driving down the road and you you pass by a gnarly wreck, you can't help but kind of rubberneck and like look at it, what it was. That's kind of what this past season felt like. You couldn't help but watch. You're like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> But this time you're going to be watching because you're going to be fully compelled and into it and passionate. I'm stoked on 2023. I am as well. And I said it yesterday, you know, take this date to kind of drown your sorrows and revel in the misery that is another Kansas City Super Bowl. 
But by tomorrow, just turn the page. Everyone's zero and zero, and the Broncos have to focus on the Broncos. They should be an improved team, and not just by our word. Uh, we have the article. I think Keith wrote it up earlier about Clark Hunt, the yeah. owner of the Chiefs, who said the Broncos should be better under Sean Payton. So the trajectory finally after that train wreck, after the VJ train wreck and the Vic Fangio train wreck, the arrow is legitimately pointing upward, and that's what we have to focus on going forward. Yeah, dude, it's going to be a gas. And in between now and when the offseason uh, training program kicks off, we've got some tentpole uh, moments. I mean, we've got the combine coming up. We've got free agency in the new league year coming up. Then we got the draft. Then we'll get to OTAs. We'll start getting a hint of what this team is going to look like under Sean Payton. But lots and lots to look forward to before the cleats even hit the grass officially for your Denver Broncos. Big Earn, good to see you, bro. I, I saw the second half of that uh, and went, oh, can't flash that one too long. Mike, what's up, bro? Great to see you. Appreciate you, big dog. Uh, Woofy, Woofy, what is going on, dude? Love it. Appreciate you. He says, love you guys. Longtime listener. First time. Super awesome, dude. Mile high salute. Hashtag MHH. Right back at you, big dog. Thank you. For the super chat means a lot to us. It's not nothing. Zach and I appreciate when anybody takes, even if it's a a, a nickel from their hard-earned money, the time you trade for dollars to support what we do. Love it. Appreciate it. Seriously, helps us keep the lights on here and helps this content continue to seven nights a week, right? We're here seven nights a week. Wolfie, don't forget to connect with us on uh, Twitter. All right, we'll keep the conversation going there, big dog. Even if it's not a nickel, we genuinely just love your guys' interaction and the the commentary that it provides and the entertainment that we get from doing this chat and I three nights a week. Woofy Mellet, though, definitely one of the more interesting names in the MHH manger. So welcome, and we hope you stick around. Big Earn, he's uh he's loving the t-shirt. Awesome shirt. Mike's saying, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna snap that up on Thursday. Love it. We like it. Drake Wally in the house. What's up, Drake? Does a lot of good content uh, over on the Colts, our Colts sister site, Horseshoe Huddle. Uh, so go check out his stuff. Really, really good writer. He's saying for plan B, uh, it just seems perfect. So let me set the stage. First things first. All right. Before we get to Drake, uh, Greg Rosenthal, an NFL.com writer, formerly of NBC Sports and Pro Football Talk fame. Uh, he basically, Zach, urged, pounds the table for the Broncos to go out and find a plan B at quarterback. And the long and short of it, I'll pull it up here in a little bit, and we'll read exactly what he had to say. But the long and short of it is that you can't trust. Russell Wilson sunk so far in 2022 that you can't trust even the great Sean Payton to bring him back to the level. So you need a plan B. So with that said, let me read Drake's super chat, and then I'm serving this over to you, Zach. He says, for plan B, it just seems perfect to get Teddy. He of the Bridgewater fame. He was very efficient in New Orleans with Sean Payton and I think would be just fine under his umbrella of tutelage. Once again, you should write a song, Drake, called Umbrella of Tutelage. All right. Uh, especially those weapons. Zach, your thoughts. Umbrella, Ella, Ella. Sorry, the Rihanna <laughs> halftime performance yesterday. God stuck with me. Um, I, let me first disagree with what Greg with two G's Rosenthal is positing in the Broncos need a plan B. I mean, that's his opinion. It's subjective as to how you view Russell Wilson, but I feel like even putting this blurb out there leads me to believe that he's in the camp um, that thinks Russ is irreparable and unsalvageable and unfixable. And he's just on a spiral downward. I don't happen to subscribe to that. I don't think you do either, Chad, uh, especially now with Sean Payton in the mix and a better coaching staff, offensive line, weapons, yada, yada. We should see a competent top 15, maybe top 12, top 10 quarterback, which would be more than great. I do think the Broncos need a better backup, but that's just because you need a better backup. You can't rely on the Josh Johnsons or Brett Rippins or J Jarrett Guarantano, those kind of people. You need a, a young up-and-coming quarterback, preferably in the pipeline for Sean Payton and Ronald Curry, whoever the OC is going to be, to develop and and form a long-standing plan behind Russell Wilson. But that's not because I think Russ is shot. That's not because I think that quarterback should be uh, replacing Russ. I just think you always have to be prepared and have that um, emergency option as as best you can. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you know what? All those games Drew Brees started in New Orleans, Sean always had a plan B. I trust Sean Payton to have whatever his prime idea of what plan B looks like relative to the Broncos' actual options. As Nick Kendall wrote, so the article covering what Rosenthal said uh, today was written by Nick Kendall, who's actually still on vacation. Um, But he went on to list, Zach, that you know once you get past the – the big four of this quarterback class in the 2023 NFL draft drops off. The talent does precipitously right off a cliff. And so, you know, if you're looking to the draft for that plan B, you might want to kick the can down the road and maybe partake in the veteran free agent market. We'll see uh, how it shakes out. We can, we can continue to familiarize ourselves with what that quarterback free agent class looks like this year, but big uh, Phil real quick, big comment here from Phil McLaughlin jumping in down in Tucson, one of our most outgoing, vociferous supporters on Facebook. Love you, big dog. He says, great-looking T-shirt. Go Broncos. Buck them. If you guys are just joining us, go and get the brand-new MHH T-shirt. You can see it on the screen now. Hashtag Buck them. You got the visor. Go get it. We put the link in the chat. Appreciate you, Phil. Uh, we got another one here from Chris Chances. Love you, Chris. You the man. It says, Chad, Zach, Scott, still the best in the business. My profile picture is Darth Revan, 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 Star Wars nerd I am. Dude, I am too, but here's the problem, bro. Chris, quick tangent, Zach, all right? Chris, I got to ask you something, all right? Did the Disney Star Wars sequel trilogy kind of kind of uh, take the bloom off the rose? I've been a Star Wars fan since I was oh, a little kid. Like, my one-and-a-half-year-old son, Theo, what he watches, you know, when he's when he's allotted TV time, he's watching like Baby Shark. He's watching some Pixar shows, whatnot. In my day, all there was was Star Wars, dude. So like, I was huge on Star Wars. I read all the books as a teenager. You know, the expanded universe. Stoked when Disney bought it. I'm like, sick. They're gonna start making more movies, some TV shows. And then the sequel trilogy was lame, and it took it kind of diminished my passion for Star Wars. But I'm right there with you, Chris. I'm right there with you, big dog. Um, thank you for the super chat, brother. Greg wants to know, Zach, does that shirt only come in orange or can we get it in white or blue? We are going to put some, uh, blue options up probably tonight. We'll take care of that, but there, there will be a, a blue option for this here. Uh, Buckham t-shirt YouTube. That's with a B Buckham. What do you think, Zach? You think it'll look good with the, with the Buckham in orange and the visor in orange and the shirt in blue? Yeah, I think, uh, a Navy, main color with like a orange font or white font would look pretty nice. But I saw on my phone chat, we already had an order for the shirt. So like you said earlier, uh, these are going to go fast. If you guys want one, I suggest you hop on uh, to the new look website and get you a uh, Sean Payton, kind of a, a welcome, a parting, not a parting gift, but a welcome gift to, from Broncos country to yourselves celebrating Sean Payton's arrival. But real quick, before we get to Riptide, I want to address the previous comment from Drake 
I again, I don't mind the idea of upgrading on Brett Rippon, but I do wonder, considering also we saw him firsthand, how much of an upgrade would Teddy be, even with the Sean Payton connection and his tutelage, I would aim a little higher. So if they're going to spend some money and they are going to be aggressive, that's what George Payton already said. If they're going to upgrade the quarterback room, I would aim maybe toward the Jacoby Brissett tier uh, than I would settle for someone like Teddy B who is, is what he is, you know? And for someone like Sean Payton, he said his one virtue when he hires a coach is someone who loves football well, I never got that impression too much from Teddy. I don't really think he loves football all that much. And I know he's not a coach, but that's got to be a guiding principle that Sean Payton would use to find Russell Wilson's backup. So just aim a little higher for the Somewhere QB. right now, Scott Kennedy is like eating his heart out, as you say. Teddy Bridgewater does not love football. Scott loves Teddy. I don't know what it is, dude. Scott loves Teddy. He still threw a hospital ball to KJ Hamler. I will die on that <laughs> right. hill. I do not care what Scott says. Scott's seeing red right now. Yeah, he he's shaking his head like this furiously. Uh, Rip Ty, bro, thanks for getting in early in the chat, getting the convo going. We do appreciate that. And for the super chat, you demand saying Aiden O'Connell, fourth round. Yeah, there will be some options in the middle rounds, but those middle round quarterbacks. Look, they come with middle-round expectations. That's not to say that a mid-round pick can't turn into a Russell Wilson, former third-rounder, or a Dak Prescott. What was he, Zach, a fourth or mm -hmm. a third? Uh, Tom Brady, a six-round pick. I mean, these are the exceptions, though, that prove the rule. Hard to find franchise quarterbacks in the middle rounds. But, yeah, there are some interesting guys the Broncos could use. But here's the, here's the thing is I think if the idea is – hey, plan B, and you need to upgrade behind Russ. You need to upgrade uh, Brett Rippon and find a quarterback that is a, a perfect fit for what Sean Payton does. Look, you don't really have the extra draft picks to go throwing it into a quarterback that's, A, going to be a rookie. Even if you have to use him in 2023, you're not going to be getting uh, that great of a return. I'm saying, no, 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 wait on that maybe one more year you get to see what russ how whether or not he sinks or swims with sean payton zach and i both are optimistic that he's going to swim uh and then instead you use some of those salary cap dollars and go find yourself a competent veteran zach you landed on jacoby Brissett. that's a guy that i would like to see nick kendall in the article he's like he spent half the what was it 1300 words <laughs> gushing about jacoby Brissett. no lie so i wouldn't i wouldn't hate it but, yeah, you need an upgrade. And Brett Rippon, hey, dude, he endeared himself to me by going at the Broncos O-line and getting in uh, Dalton Reisner's face saying, pick him up when no one would pick Russ. None of the O-linemen would pick Russ up when he was getting sacked and hit. So he endeared himself to me and I think to a lot of the hearts within Broncos country. But at the same time, you got to call a spade a spade in terms of what he provides to you on the field in those moments. And it's obviously, Zach, it's – I guess the best thing I could say is it's replacement-level backup quarterback stuff. So you need a guy that's more like fringe-level starter exactly. to truly upgrade and have that plan B in the event Russ does fail to launch. I don't expect it to happen or gets hurt. Last two years, Zach, he's gotten hurt quite a bit. So now you gotta you got to factor that into the calculus. That's a great way to put that. You want a fringe-level starter as your backup. And that's why Taylor Heineke is another one if he gets out of Washington – not a necessarily a franchise quarterback, but would be one of the best backups in the NFL. You also mentioned a good point that franchise quarterbacks are hard to find. That's no um, secret there. But the thing is, you look at a quarterback with a first-round pedigree like Daniel Jones, he looked reinvented this year. You look at a quarterback like Brock Purdy, who was the last pick in the draft, he looked like a franchise quarterback. What's the one common denominator with those two guys? Excellent coaching. So as long as you have that coach in place, as long as you have that elite level instruction, it doesn't really matter who you have behind Russ or with Russ himself. You're going to get a bump because of that coach. Just like we thought the Broncos would be getting under Nathaniel Hackett. They're going to actually get under Sean Payton. Drake with super chat number two. Thank you, big dog, you. saying you guys rock. Here's another. After hearing Zach, I do got to say, if anyone can help Russ get back to stardom, it's Peyton without question, I believe. Thank you, Drake. Appreciate that. Zach, your thoughts. And then we've got a top roper from Naj. Yeah, thank you, Drake, um, for the nice shout out there. I, I don't know. See, stardom is subjective to me because is stardom top five, top 10, 
Is it a certain number of touchdowns, a certain number of yards? I think any of us would settle for consistent, reliable, and just good. If he's a top 12 guy and he's consistent and not losing you games paired with the defense, the Broncos will have that'll be returning and their foundation. You can win ball games and just having that coach puts you over the top. And Drake, you cover the Colts. You'll find that out because they're going to hire uh, Shane Steichen, the Eagles OC. That's going to be a bump up for the Colts based on the virtue of coaching alone. So we're all psyched that Sean Payton's around. And uh, I know that you would, like to see Teddy B, but I just go a little higher than someone who's so mid to me at quarterback, especially in Denver where you've been there, done that. I don't know that Teddy, even the lure of Sean Payton, I'm not sure he would want to come back for a guaranteed backup job in Denver where things didn't exactly go swimmingly for him. He had the arguably Zach like that, that one, uh, what, what would be a good word for? It? I'll just say Mar on his NFL resume with the, uh, the business decision he made when Darius Slay was returning that fumble, um, he might not want to stir up those those ghosts of uh, the days of the past. So we'll see. Naj, what up, bro? Seriously, you, love you, Naj. Thank you. you are a prince, all right? You know how much we love you. The lore surrounding your name within the MHH culture is considerable. Thank you, bro. He says, hey, brothers. Watching Andy Reid call those incredible red zone plays validates the importance of brilliant coaching. We needed Sean Payton to compete, and we got him. I feel the same about Russ. I fully believe in him, and we need him at his best to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, agreed. You know, the Chiefs are not uh, impervious to uh, to losing. I mean, this is a team that no, no team is uh, infallible. And the Broncos, amid this, what is it now, Zach? I think it's 15 games. Gosh, damn it. 15-game uh, losing streak, okay? The vast majority of those in the last three or four years, I'll say, I'll say three or four years, we're talking single-score games where if you just had competence offensively, you're probably winning half of those games, half of them. You got to see in the Super Bowl last night, Two just very competent, explosive offenses going toe-to-toe, and it was fun to see. I mean, that's what gets the butts in seats, and that's what's ultimately, Zach, going to make the difference on when the Broncos snap the streak and get back to being the uh, 800-pound gorilla in the AFC West. It starts with getting Russ back to the player of old, and I think, again, I agree. I really am optimistic that, you know, when you surveyed that the candidate field this year in the head coaching cycle, Zach, one guy rose to the top with the best odds, best resume for effectuating that, bringing Russell back, and that's Sean Payton. You know, Jim Harbaugh would have been my next guy, but even he doesn't have the same quarterback whispering resume at this level that Sean Payton does. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 
The thing with Andy Reid that no one wants to admit in Broncos country, especially since that win yesterday is still very raw, is that he is up there with, you know, Mount Rushmore of coaches. To me, I, I mean, what he's done, what he did in Philadelphia, what he's done in Kansas City, two different franchises, multiple Super Bowl wins, and the fact that, like you mentioned, Naj, his play calling and play design and always keeping the defense on their toes, never showing the same look twice – there's not a lot of Andy Reeds out there, similar to Mahomes. Not a lot of Mahomes out there either. And I don't think it's um, uh, uh, too negative for me to say that Sean Payton maybe is not Andy Reed and Russell Wilson is not Patrick Mahomes, but they don't have to be. Chad hit on the word. I've been you know, pounding the table, saying the same word for a year now, competency. And I've been saying this since 2017. They don't need necessarily an all pro quarterback or an all pro offense. They just need to be good and consistent and reliable and work in tandem with the defense, pull their own weight. That's all we ask at a bare minimum. And the jury, I guess, is still out on Russell Wilson and what he can do. Chad and I are both optimistic. A lot of Broncos fans are still optimistic, but indisputably Sean Payton is going to bring to the Broncos something they haven't had Maybe since Mike Shanahan, just the also the offensive game planning, the play calling, the play design, the flow of the game. He's an elite coach. Maybe not Andy Reid, but they don't need an Andy Reid to compete with Kansas City. They've showed that over the course of the last five years. They might not have won games against them, but they've come really, really close and really close. No one really wants to hear that only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, but it gives you a little bit of glimmer of hope for the future. And now the future is set to be here. That's a good point too, because remember you can go, Oh, wait a minute, Mike Shanahan. What about the Peyton Manning days? That was like Peyton Manning quarterback calling his own offense. I mean, look at what happened to each and every coordinator that was involved in the play calling outside of Coob. All right. Outside of the Super Bowl year. What happened to Mike McCoy? Flamed out everywhere else he went. Couldn't quite even come close, let's be honest. Uh, regain the uh, the swagger and production that he had. Colin plays with, I'm not going to say for, I'm going to say with Peyton Manning. Same with Adam Gase. But having that coaching, just that next level innovation, vision, man, this team has been dying for it. The Duchess in the house, Nikayla Parker. She is legendary she is an official bona fide mount rushmore mhh super chat superstar and she is near and dear to our hearts love you michaela hope you're doing well she says i would love taylor heineke who do you think our coaching uh what who probably what do you think our coaching staff will look like zach do you have any predictions on this front because um sean payton sniffing around uh ronald curry Mm-hmm. former New Orleans, uh, or I guess, is he still New Orleans running backs coach? Uh, and, you know, Joe Lombardi's still out there, possibility as talking to offensive coordinators here. Defensive coordinator, last story. Uh, I mean, the two real names being linked to the Bronco job now are uh, Sean Desai and good old Rex Ryan. So what do you think the coaching staff's going to look like? I thought Ronald Curry was quarterback's coach. Maybe I was mistaken, but no, you're probably right. You're probably right. What you wrote the article. Yeah. And he was a receiver for the Raiders. So he has some of that duality from player to coach. We haven't heard much. And Sean Payton gave an interview. I believe it was during Super Bowl week where he said, um, hire slow and fire fast. He believes in a, a very diligent process and he wants to get the right guys in the building. And by right, like he said, guys who are obsessed with winning and love the game of football all we know right now is Zach Streif, the former Saints lineman, is set to be the Broncos' OL coach, but that hasn't been officially announced. And we know that a lot of uh, incumbents from the Vic Fangio era and the Nathaniel Hackett era, as short as that was, they're out the door. Uh, Dom Capers just followed Ajiro Evero to Carolina. They let go of their linebackers coach, and a lot of also holdovers are in a holding pattern, so to speak, like Zach Azani. Uh, who else am I thinking of? Uh, the running backs coach already left Tyrone Wheatley, Zach Azani, there's Christian Parker, the secondary coach. That's one I would want to keep Michaela. He's done a really good job with the, the with the defensive backs, but we haven't heard much come out of uh, Dove Valley in terms of Sean Payton's staff. He has kept it very uh, in the vest. You know, he's been very, very careful. And in his initial statement, 
being introduced as Denver Broncos head coaches. Like y'all are going to ask me what coaches I'm going to bring in and I'm not going to answer it. So that'll take shape as it's meant to take shape. I mean, expect to see this staff mostly filled out by either coaches that have, that Sean Payton has worked with in the past or some association with coaches who are familiar with his scheme. In other words, candidates that spring off trees uh, from, from somewhere. If the Sean Payton coaching tree is a mighty oak, right? Then you've got all these different branches that have uh, sprung out. Something something like that. Sam Bam, what's up, bro? Good to see you again. Throwing down number two, bro. Food for thought, he says. Andy Reid was 58 when Mahomes was drafted. Sean Payton just turned 59. So if Russ doesn't improve, could you see the Broncos going all in in the 2024 draft to get that franchise quarterback? Hmm. Yes. If Russ doesn't launch in 2023, that then becomes priority number one. And I think this is a, a team with the deep pockets and uh, the, we'll call it front office vision and coaching vision to go hard after solving that, whether it's in the draft or another veteran. I doubt veteran at this point, maybe Sean Payton wants to draft his own quarterback, Zach. If it doesn't work with Russ. Yeah, I mean, at some point he's here under contract. Peyton is for five years. At some point he's going to want to handpick his own quarterback and not be saddled with um, the incumbent. But you got to let it ride for a year. You got to let the process play out and see what he can do. That's part of the reason or largely the reason he was hired was to fix Russ or get Russ back to playing at a top 10, top 12 level. The thing is, though, to go all in would suggest the Broncos are going to be in a position to get that franchise quarterback in 2024. I don't see them being bad enough. And I know I said it last year, but they'd have to finish, you know, two in 15 or whatever, three and 14 to get a top five pick to land that franchise quarterback or else the other option, if you're picking in the teens or the twenties is to trade up for that franchise quarterback. And would the Broncos want to do that coming off the Russ experiment after giving up so much capital for him, after giving up so much capital for Sean Payton at some point, they cannot keep kicking in the can down the road. They need those draft picks. They need the players in the pipeline. So all in, it's way too soon for me to, to embark down that path, even theoretically. I, I'm still very confident that Sean Payton can fix Russ. I am too. I am too. Gary, good to see you, bro. The swashbuckler himself. Maybe we'll make you a special t-shirt um, that just says the swashbuckler. Gary Palmer, this dude goes hard. And for his relative age, let me just say, we were impressed. All right, this dude, you want hashtag extreme competency. This man right here says, I don't doubt that Peyton is the man, but he is still human. So keeping my optimism in check, MHH for life, hashtag Buckham. Yes, GLP, we got to get you one of these T-shirts, big dog. We got to get you one. It'll look good on you. Um, yeah, he is still human. You know, as we talked about last night, Zach and I probably learned, maybe we're a little traumatized, not to a point where we're in the corner, rocking back and forth, sucking our thumbs. But last uh, offseason, the expectation level rises so high in the wake of the Russell Wilson acquisition. And then, of course, you know, the Nathaniel Hackett hire. There was optimism. But it's like, okay, we can we – can, uh, start really going into assume this is going to be a competitive team mode. And that blew up in everybody's face. Now we're, I'm a little bit reluctant Zach at this point to go making any bold predictions because last year was like so many, uh, what's, what's the, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Like unprecedented, uh, is really all I can come up with inexplicable, but I'm telling you right now, feeling really good about what the future holds for Russell Wilson. And if the, if the future is, is bright for Russ with Sean Payton, that means the future is going to be bright for your Denver Broncos. Yeah. I think it's partly the reason why egg prices are so sky high is we're still wiping it off our faces, Chad from last year with Nathaniel Hackett. And listen, we weren't delusional about that either. You know, we both said there's going to be hiccups or it's going to be a roller coaster. There's going to be losses. They're not going to go 17 and 0 and win a Super Bowl in, in Nathaniel Hackett's first year. Same thing for Sean Payton. 
They're going to lose games. There's going to be an adjustment period. It's not going to all be sunshine and rainbows, but this finally, finally feels different. And it is different because you're not gambling on a first-time coach. You're not gambling on the unknown. You got one of the best coaches of this generation who's done nothing or did nothing in New Orleans but win in different circumstances with different quarterbacks and personnel. That's what he did. The Broncos have a winner and an adult leading the room leading the stable. That's all we can hope for. And we'll take it one step at a time going forward. Antonio in the house with the super chat. Thank you, bro. Great to see you. Been with us a long time. Definitely a bona fide super chat superstar. He says, what's up, my dudes? Can't wait to see the club dub in the mile high. Hashtag Broncos country. We're right there with you, big dog. Thank you for the support. It's great to see you. Robot of doom. I don't think he's trolling. I think he's honest here in terms of Plan B upgrading behind Russell Wilson. He's saying, cough, cough, get Drew Locke. And as you know, guys, we try to get at least one Twitch comment or question on each and every stream. And that's at least that's it for tonight. Not to say we won't grab another one, but Robot of Doom saying advocating, Zach, for Drew Locke to be that, that upgrade behind Russ. Too much water under that bridge, though, you think? Yeah, I'm actually scrolling through the comments to see how much crap Robot's getting from even suggesting the Broncos reunite with Drew Locke. I don't know that he'd want to come back to Denver, and I don't know that Denver would want to have him back. It was a very um, acrimonious ending to the Drew Locke and Broncos marriage, and they moved on for a reason. They need to look elsewhere for the QB2. And just tumultuous, some really high moments. I mean, not just his rookie year, the four and one, that was great. But year two after the injury got pretty ugly, but he had a couple of tent pole moments, even uh, his uh, last year in Denver. So his year three, couple of games where you're like, okay, this is what it could be. I would love to see Drew Locke, what it would look like, not necessarily in Denver anymore, guys. We got a plan A, right? I'm reminded of John Elway being asked, when the Broncos won the Peyton Manning sweepstakes. But hey, John, John, we're talking about an injured Peyton Manning. He missed last year, all of last year for the Colts. Four neck surgeries, do you have a plan B? What's your plan B? He said, plan B? <laughs> Heck with plan B. We're going with plan A. And there's a hubris there, but anybody who understands uh, the principles of success, there is some genius in what he's saying, what Elway said in that moment, which is, Plan B, you go into it saying with on some base level that there's an expectation of failure. No, no, no. We're not even going to countenance that. We're going plan A. Next question. And I think, honestly, for the most part, Zach, remember, the title of tonight's stream is based off one, albeit, uh, you know, been in the business a long time, but one NFL writer's opinion that the Broncos need an upgrade behind Russell Wilson. Uh Drew Locke would be interesting. I just don't think that would ever happen. Yeah, you're a thousand percent correct. You don't pay Sean Payton $18 million and pull him out of retirement and off the Fox set and give up the draft picks to talk about him coaching Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke. You did that for him to coach Russell Wilson, a nine-time Pro Bowler, former Super Bowl champion, formerly known as one of the best quarterbacks, a top-five quarterback in the league. That's why you're focused on plan A. That's why you can't deviate because you're right, Chad. You start thinking about bringing back Drew Locke or hanging your hopes on Teddy or Jacoby Brissett. It's a loser's mentality, and I can promise you Sean Payton does not think that way. Amen. Uh, Dave, already getting that shirt ordered. We're seeing the orders roll in in real time. So much love and respect to you, Dave, for ordering the T-shirt, supporting the cause at MHH, and, of course, throwing down a super chat to boot. He says, got my shirt ordered. I like the orange and blue. Would be awesome, meaning he wants a blue version. All right. We're going to get that done. Trust. I could probably be okay, he says, with Rex Ryan as defensive coordinator. Our defense would be aggressive and entertaining that it would that it would um you know we could get into the schematics but he the last defense rex ran in buffalo was like a verse it was like a an amalgam of a three four four three under and a 46 defense which his dad of course buddy ryan the late great buddy ryan was the brainchild behind that 46 defense everyone thinks about the 85 chicago bears that was the 46 defense and what he's known for from like a principal 
perspective is very aggressive blitzer. Yeah. A lot of zero coverage, a lot of man, and a lot of blitzing. So it would it would be an interesting kind of not so much the zone stuff. Like he was always very much reliant on man coverage, but it would look a lot closer, at least to the average Broncos fan, to the kind of vibe and energy and attack that the Broncos defense had under Wade Phillips. Yeah, I mean, I had a pretty up close and personal uh, view of the Rex Ryan experience. Those who know, know. Um, very, like Chad said, aggressive coach. And he thrived in New York by having a, you know, obviously a solid pass rush, but also a very stout secondary. He had Darrell Revis, he had Antonio Cromartie, you know, he had ball hawks, he had lockdown corners. And you already would have that already in place in Denver, obviously with Pastor Tan, Damari Mathis looks good. Justin Simmons, obviously an elite safety. Caden uh, Stearns can still be something. So he he would have the tools in place, but you have to upgrade the pass rush a little more. Nick Benito didn't do a lot for me off the edge. You know, Bradley Chubb, the, the pass rush fell off after he was gone. The interior um, with DJ Jones, Draymond before he got hurt, wasn't cutting it. So if the Broncos do go for Rex Ryan, I would expect them to put an emphasis on edge rushers and defensive line interior pressure. Otherwise, his system just won't work. Shout out to, I got to throw it in here, David McElrath jumping in with an order in real time. We're seeing the orders just flying in. David, obviously a name that we uh, recognize as a bona fide Super Chat superstar. Love you, big dog. And Mike's saying, I'm excited for the future of the Broncos under head coach Sean Payton. Go Broncos and buck them. That's with a B, YouTube. That's with a B. Just like it says here from Ryan on Facebook. That's with a B. Uh, Tom, what's up, bro? Thank you for the Super Chat. He says, guys, <laughs> pardon me, uh, Gardner Minshew or Mike White as the backup quarterback. Zach, you want to see some Minshew mania in the Mile High City? We're still talking about him. Why? I, I, No offense to you, Tom. A lot of people bring up Gardner's name and a lot of fan bases like Gardner. I, I just don't see maybe as a backup, I, I guess I can get on board, but not for an, uh, you know, um, an excessive amount of money. And I wouldn't want him to think that he's one snap away from overtaking Russ on a non-injury basis. I'd rather have someone who's more of a team player. And that's why Taylor Heineke or Jacoby Brissett would make a ton of sense. I think Mike White stays in New York. They're going to bring in probably Aaron Rodgers, and he's a good young backup to have behind A-Rod. David, buying a T-shirt and throwing down a super. Thank you, brother. Two. Ordered two. Said, good evening, uh, Broncos country. Chad and Zach, MHH for life. Denver Broncos for life. Just ordered two Buckham T-shirts. Legend. You're a legend. We love you, David. Thank you, big dog. Uh, Garth Knight jumping in. Appreciate you, bro. He says, with a super chat, the only thing more disastrous than last season was to the, Bron to the Broncos was the was what the last Jedi did to Star Wars. Buckham, yeah, that's actually a pretty good uh, analogy because the whole point of the Last Jedi plot, and this is straight from the horse's mouth, this is what the writer-director said, was at every point in the plot, it was to subvert audience expectations. So, Zach, if we're going to apply that to the Denver Broncos, that's exactly what the Ryan Johnson of the Denver Broncos last year, Nathaniel Hackett, did. Whatever your expectations were, offensively, you know, this player, that player, this unit, that unit, he subverted those expectations. So quite apropos. Thank you, Garth. Yeah, I'm not a Star Wars guy, so a lot of that went over my head, but I am a Broncos <laughs> guy, and Buckham, you know, I, I tend to agree with that. Buckham, let him hate. You know, if they people are doubting Sean Payton or what Russell Wilson could do, Buckham. That's why he coined that in the first place. I love it. That's right. That's right, and I love that. Uh, Mike wants to know who will have a breakout year, Sutton or Judy under Sean Payton. My answer to that, Zach, is yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it was who had the article, Chad, that compared uh, Lance. Very good article, too, by the way. Yeah, that's uh, what I think. That's why, you know, the talk about trading Cortland Sutton is a little premature because he could be the Michael Thomas, the big slot receiver. And Jerry Judy already broke out for my money last year. And that was under, you know, Nathaniel Hackett and Russ playing the worst ball of his career. So with better quarterbacking, better coaching and better everything, Judy is going to be not maybe the Justin Jefferson or C.D. Lamb tier, but he's going to skyrocket up to being a top 10 guy in the NFL before it's too long. Mark Ward, thank you for jumping in with the Super Chat, big dog. He says, Zach sure can hatch a phrase. 
Price of eggs, egg on our face. Love it. Butts in seats. That's why you guys show up, all right? We do the best we can here at MHH to keep you entertained, right? As the great gladiator Maximus once said, right? Are you not entertained? Love it. Great movie. Appreciate the uh, compliment, Mark. And uh, it's always, you know, the gears are always turning in my head and Chad said it's the uh, the mind of of writers. So that's what we do. It's so fun getting to do what we do and uh, not only write about football and write about the Broncos, but get on these podcasts and have these conversations with y'all. Um, seriously, we pinch ourselves every single day. We're very, very lucky dudes, and we know that yeah. to be true. So because thanks. of y'all. Exactly, and that's why. So thanks to each and every one of you. Um, all right, we're at 41 minutes, Zach. So I am going to do a quick perusal of the chat, see anything interesting that jumps out topically that we haven't grabbed or question that is intriguing. And this one from uh, Dr. Van Nostrand on YouTube. Would anyone take Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, or Andy Dalton? Because, you know, it's interesting, though, that trio, obviously he's talking about very recent New Orleans Saints. If we're just talking about, hey, we need a better fail-safe behind Russ because let's just maintain that Elway-esque expectation of success. We're going with plan A. You still have to have something, and even Elway ended up making sure he had some kind of a plan B just in case because football's dangerous, right? Dudes get hurt on the reg. And what was the actual plan B to Peyton Manning? None other than a second-round pick invested in the first of two giraffes that John Elway brought in from the draft, uh, Brock Osweiler. So back to the question, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, of that trio of names, in terms of balancing locker room chemistry and all that stuff, and also relative to what they could provide if their number was called, dude, I would be totally down for Andy Dalton as the backup quarterback in Denver uh, for 2023 in the event that Russell Wilson suffered an injury that would cause him to miss time. Yeah, I was going through it in my head kind of one by one. Let's eliminate Jameis Winston. I don't want my quarterbacks eating W's. And I'm pretty sure even after getting LASIK eye surgery, he's still legally blind uh, based on the way he plays. Taysom Hill is a gadget player, and I'm pretty sure he has like a $100 million contract or whatever the Saints, whatever you know uh, shenanigans they did with the salary cap, how they signed him. They could get a guy like him in the draft, but in this day and age, the two-quarterback system doesn't work. Andy Dalton is a better version of Brett Rippon, not by a lot, and he's, what, 36 now or whatever? He's up there in age, but you could do a lot worse, and if he were to have to step in for a game, a series, or play, I wouldn't feel like the season was over. So I would not mind, like you said, Chad, Andy Dalton being the QB2. By the way, congrats to Stephen Baumgartner, a longtime member of our community. He says, I've been busy with wedding planning. That's dope, dude. Congrats to you. That's great news. Uh, Logan wants to know, is the Gronkowski thing for real? Is he coming to the Broncos or are they just shooting the bull? In case you missed it, Sean Payton, Zach making the rounds, fulfilling what remained of his Fox Sports obligations. By the way, those obligations are now met. 100% of his focus, Denver Broncos. Uh, over the weekend, Radio Rose, Super Bowl media, all that stuff. He put out a tweet that showed a Broncos jersey and with the B in Broncos crossed out and a G put there, right? So Broncos. And then he tagged Gronkowski and at the bottom he said, let the recruitment begin. A couple exclamation points. Zach, I did not read into this. I wrote the article because it was newsworthy, but I did not read into this anything more than having some fun, yeah. poking uh, at a at a colleague, two ships passing in the night, one's kind of on his way in, one's on his way out as far as Fox Sports Media. Guys, don't go thinking Gronkowski's coming here. Now, it is the NFL, so never say never, right? But still, that does, has Gronk shown any interest or sign that he wants back in the league? Haven't seen it, dude. And now that Tom Brady's officially out, retired, I think Gronk leaves his legacy where it is right now, which is nicely nestled in the shadow. You want to talk about Mighty Oaks, all right, of the Tom Brady legacy. He's good. Gronk, he's going to be okay. He's made his many tens of millions. He's going to the Hall of Fame. How many rings does he have? Two different clubs. He's good. So it's all in fun, I think. It is, and I think you laid it out perfectly. It's two colleagues and two 
I'm sure friends just kind of being playful and shooting the bull. So buck them with that rumor. I don't think Gronkowski is coming to Denver. And really quickly, you know, I like to address the criticism that we do get. It's not a lot, but uh, SSR says, Dalton, been watched. You guys don't watch enough, enough games or film. I actually watched literally every single game, at least the highlights from this season. And I've been on record as saying the Saints are the most boring team in the NFL. And Andy Dalton had a lot to do with that. But we're not talking about Dalton as a starter. We're not talking about him being the franchise savior as a backup who would come in under emergency circumstance only he can keep you afloat he can run the offense and keep it respectable as a backup quarterback that's all you want not a lot of Patrick Mahomes's are holding clipboards behind starters SSR and we're talking about if it were Andy Dalton as that plan B we're talking about Sean Payton which is a far cry from the coaching the schematic wherewithal the X's and O's all of that swagger the juice the cachet that Peyton brings to the table that's a far cry from what he was getting in his one year uh with the Saints Act. I I and you know I just washed is a, is a very subjective term and I think it comes down to what you see on film from Andy Dalton no one was expecting under Dennis Allen last year for the Saints to be at, at Sean Peyton's level but he's also would I was thinking when you were talking he would also come cheap or cheap-ish, a one-year contract, four or five million bucks, maybe compared to someone like Jacoby Brissett, who had a good year in Cleveland holding it in for, uh, or holding the fort for Deshaun Watson. If he wants $10, $12 million, you just cannot allocate that money to a backup when you're paying Russ $245 million. So the fact that he'd be cheap-ish, he knows Sean Payton's system, and he has enough left in the tank, in my opinion, to at least hold the fort if something were to go wrong. That's why we're speculating. But if they don't sign him, would Chatter I cry? No. He's an option that we're not saying no to. We love seeing this. Roy Osborne on Facebook saying the TV goes off when the podcast come on. Love that, dude. That's killer. Maybe we'll make that a T-shirt. Maybe we'll make that a T-shirt. Uh, Phil McLaughlin says, I think if Greg Dulcich, the tight end, stays healthy, he could be a big help next year. Guarantee. Book it, guys. We talked about uh, who was the question. Was it from Mike? Who Who's going to have the bigger breakout year? 2023 is going to be Judy. Is it going to be Sutton? Um, throw, throw Greg Dulcich into that mix, dude, because, man, think about the tight end production that traditionally – existed with Sean Payton in New Orleans, whether it was Jeremy Shockey back in the day, then it became uh, Jimmy Graham. He knows those dudes know how to get open in the Sean Payton scheme. So that bodes well for Greg Dulcich. We don't know what the future holds for Albert Okawebunam. I believe he'll go ahead and, and play out his, I, what is it, last year? Yeah, because Drew is 19. Albert O is 20, 21, 22. Yeah, his last year in Denver. Zach, your thoughts on that, and then we'll wrap it up for tonight. Uh, really quickly, because I'm super petty, I'm looking up Andy Dalton's stats, and he threw for almost 3,000 yards last year, 18 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. I know it's not trailblazing stuff, but that's more than what Russell Wilson threw. But wait, Zach, you're being a box score scout right now, dude. I mean, you're basing your opinion off the box score. I mean, dude. I know. I mean, it's terrible of me, but I'm comparing a quarterback one to a potential quarterback two. And again, we're not looking for Andy Dalton to come in and, and save the franchise. In terms of tight ends, though, this is I made the same point last night. You don't need Gronkowski, even if the, the pursuit was legitimate, because Dulcich is your tight end of the future, tight end one. Whatever happens with Alberto, I mean, that's the, the cherry on top, but you know you have a bona fide long-term starter in Greg Dulcich who surpassed all expectation, by the way, in year one. That's the hardest position, maybe except for quarterback, to transition from college to the NFL. And not only was he dealing with that, he was also hurt with that hamstring injury like so many other Broncos players for the majority of the season. You don't need Gronkowski. You don't have to splurge at tight end, even though Sean Payton might want to. You have your guy in Dulcich, and that's coming from someone who hated that draft pick when it was made. Dylan, very well put. Brett Rippon is smart, and he's a lot more fiery than I knew. I mean, when I talked to this dude, Zach, at the Combine, he was like very demure. A quiet confidence, but emphasis on the quiet. Uh, 
to see him all fired up and getting in the grill of Dalton Reisner, like that surprised me. I loved seeing it. Just that passion, the fire, the principle of the matter. Guys, pick your guy up. Let's go. I love that. But yes, as Dylan says, very limited as a quarterback. So they gotta they gotta uh upgrade the room. And that starts really just with getting a better fail safe in the event injury befalls Russ. Uh, Zach, and with that, unless you got anything else, let's, let's uh, have our parting messages to the peeps. Uh, emphasis on limited as well when you watch Brett Riffin play. I mean, his deep ball, those ducks that he threw were just painful and cringeworthy. The sooner he gets out of playing and goes into coaching, a la Kellen Moore or Mike Kafka, uh, the better for Brett Riffin. Tom, thanks, dude. We did almost miss it. Thanks for throwing that in there. Uh, sorry, bro, but we got you. We got you. He says, uh, sign one quarterback and draft one. You should draft a QB every year if you don't have a top 10 quarterback, a la Mahomes, Herbert, uh, Hertz, Allen. And I'm saying at least late round. Yeah, it's not a it's not a bad philosophy. What you've got to uh, factor in, though, is darts at the dartboard relative to how is it helping your team compete this year, and especially in a season where you don't have the traditional quiver full of arrows, let's just say. Uh, in the draft. So you got to be, you got to make each one of those non-premium round picks, man, really count. Uh, Tom, I agree with you. I was wanting the Broncos to draft a quarterback last year in the, in the late rounds, just someone you can groom under Russ. The thing is though, we don't know that Russ isn't or won't be a top 10 quarterback. I mean, I know he wasn't last year. He played career worst football, but there were definite glimpses of hope and promise for the future. And now paired with Sean Payton, it's not out of the realm of possibility at all that he can return a top 10 status. Greg, there's every reason to believe Timmy P, Tim Patrick, is going to be good to go by, by training camp. It's not going to be the type of situation because he is coming off an ACL where training camp opens and he's out there running full reps with all the other healthy wideouts. They will put him on a little bit of a pitch count initially, but he's going to be good to go because his injury happened. By the time you get to training camp, he'll be a year into his recovery. So that bodes well for him hitting the ground running. Zach. And unlike Javante Williams, it wasn't a multiple ligament or, you know, he didn't just shred his knee. Unlike, you know, unfortunately Javante. So yeah, it's a mental thing getting back to cutting on that knee and, and having, um, you know, no mental roadblocks or psychological roadblocks, but physically TP should be good to go. And, He's going to be a massive boost for Russell Wilson in that passing offense. With that, guys, we're going to leave you with some parting messages. Don't don't bail quite yet. Uh, stay stay with us. Yeah, that was the Mile High Huddle podcast. Thank you all for tuning in with us. If you're not doing so, follow us on Twitter at the MHH Pod. The main account on Twitter at Mile High Huddle. Chad at Chad and Jensen. Myself at Kelberman NFL and Scott, our vacationing producer at Scout Kennedy. If you guys want some merch, new product and new website, MHHmerch.com. If you want the Buckham shirt, like we've been, uh, you know, showing off all night, there it is, right there in all its glory. Go get you one. They're selling fast. They're gonna go fast mhhmerch.com check it out and if you haven't done so go to facebook.com slash pod be sure you're liking that page and following that page if you guys do want a buckham shirt we're going to give one away to those or one person who leaves a five-star review on apple podcast leave that review for your football priest to enter for a chance to win that shirt that you see right there or if you're listening the brand new buckham shirt that we've launched today but if anything guys please 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 and gals subscribe like and share this video and every video you see on the mhh channel it really helps us grow and reach more Broncos fans just like y'all. We did put the direct link to the Buckham t-shirt in the chat, um, and then we'll put it in the description of this video afterward. So look for that, guys. Smash the link. Much love and respect to these great Super Chat superstars and Facebook supporters tonight. Phil McLaughlin, Michael Ronquillo, Sam Bam, Woofy Malat, Drake, Chris Chances, Riptie, uh, Najal Toff, the Duchess, Michaela Parker, uh, Gary Palmer, the swashbuckler himself, Antonio Aragon, Dave from Georgia, legend, Tom Lockhuff, love you, big dog. We didn't forget about you. David McElrath, love you. Garth uh, Knight, Mark Ward, much love and respect to each and every one of you. Another reminder, no Broncos for breakfast tomorrow. Pretty sure, though, uh, everything 
clicks back into the normal rhythm as far as morning show, night shows, uh, starting Thursday morning. And that just also happens to be when Zach and I get to talk with you all uh, next. And by the way, guys, new Bridge the Gap song, next single, dropping Thursday. Watch for that. Go to the Bridge the Gap social media, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Pre-save the link. You'll get notified when it drops. Can't wait to hear what you guys think of the song. Thursday is going to be a big day all around. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great start to your week, guys. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. Book, Twitter, all that stuff. Pre-save the link. You'll get notified when it drops. Can't wait to hear what you guys think of the song. Thursday is going to be a big day all around. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great start to your week, guys. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.